Let's talk about diet trauma, diet culture, and food phobias. A lot of you guys have been hearing me on social media. I talk about I don't have any food phobias. I am willing and ready to eat pretty much anything there is. I do not exclude anything. I do not restrict anything. I do not want to do that because it leads to a lot of binge eating disorders. A lot of the research and science that has come out in the past has shown that people who try to overly restrict, especially on like intermittent fasting or keto style diets, seem to have a higher propensity for eating disorders. So what is diet trauma? Diet trauma is the experiences I think you go through as a child or maybe even older than as a child, like as a teenager, even in college or high school, any traumatic experiences around food. So like this is your mom at the dinner table saying, Johnny, aren't you going to finish that? Or you have to eat your green peas. You have to finish your green beans or broccoli or Brussels sprouts or, you know, whatever uh, it is. That can lead to trauma down the road when you realize like, you know, why am I doing this? Or why is my mom making me uh, eat this? It can lead to depression. It can lead to anxiety around food, low self-esteem. It can lead to eating disorders. And we know that certain forms of eating disorders are actually lethal. More people... Um, die of eating disorders every year than than we recognize or even know and it's definitely not healthy so eating disorders body dysmorphia you never think you look good enough or it's your friends telling you i thought you're trying to lose weight uh are you really gonna eat that ice cream like what like you know that is diet trauma you are traumatizing people because of the choices they make instead of developing a healthy relationship around food now a lot of you guys who know me know that I'm huge into food culture and having a healthy relationship with food. In fact, in my mindset course, I talk about that a lot. If you go to drallo.net slash mindset, you can watch my mindset course. Um, I think it's only like 24 minutes maybe. Um, but we go in depth into food culture, you know, diet religions, you know, diet trauma, food phobias, and developing a healthy relationship with food and exercise. Um, so that's a huge, huge problem. I, I call that diet trauma. This is things that have happened to you growing up, maybe as a teenager, maybe even now with your friends group that are uh, excessively traumatic that don't have to be. Next is diet culture. Um, diet culture is this like uh, collection of behaviors or maybe norms that teenagers have set or even adults have set that are always about, you know, are you, are you, why are you eating that? Are you eating the right way? Are you, you know, you're obsessed with eating to lose weight. No, how, why are you eating that, that extra cookie? Like, aren't you trying to lose weight? It's very similar to diet trauma, except it's like a culture. Like people are like proud of it. Like, you know, you hear like maybe, you know, like my, maybe, I don't know, I'm just using this as an example, like my teenage daughter, for example, come home one day and be like, all I ate today was a bottle of water and like one cookie. Like they're proud of their, ability and willpower to not eat anything to stay at their current weight you know and i'm not saying my daughter does this but i'm saying this is an example of diet culture same thing you have negative body image if you have a little bit of fat on you you feel bad you have disordered eating you develop eating disorders that can be quite severe you know and, and obviously the eating disorders can be deadly um you have mental health problems similar to cult, the diet trauma you end up with um anxiety, depression, you know, things like that. It's just not a fun uh, place to be. You also could end up with physical problems that we talked about, malnutrition, heart disease, those kind of things, all from not consuming enough calories or being afraid 
uh, of calories. And we'll get into the food phobias uh, later. Um, next would be you could experience social isolation. If you are always that one person that like never wants to eat the ice cream, doesn't want to go to a birthday party, like the biggest thing I, I hear this happen is with parents um, or some of my friends even, they're like, oh, I'm not going to go to that birthday party. Like, why not? Just take your kids. It's a birthday party. Like, no, dude, all they're going to have is pizza, pop, and ice cream. What am I going to do there? They're almost like afraid of the food or afraid of the environment or they got this holier than thou, you know, I'm the superior being that never eats ice cream or carbs or pizza or pop. Like, no, you don't need to have these food phobias or this scare and diet culture, you know, trauma and scare around foods. That's just not healthy. And also, it's not benefiting you. Like, how is that helping you? It really isn't. And food phobias are very, very similar. Um, food phobias are negative. Or, you know, first of all, you're, you're afraid of food. Second of all, you're, uh, you're assigning a negative moral value to food. Like a lot of people think pizza never can be healthy. Brussels sprouts, always healthy. You're assigning a, you have a dichotomous relationship with food. Brussels sprouts, always healthy. Pizza, not. What if you took those Brussels sprouts and you put them inside jelly donuts? Or you took the pizza and you put apple slices on it. Like, you know, not everything is black and white. If you have that dichotomous type of thinking where everything is either all black or all white or all green or all red, whatever it is, whatever your dichotomous thinking is, that's not healthy. You definitely don't want to be forming food phobias or ideas around food that are unwarranted and dangerous because that leads to all of the diet trauma and, and all of that. So food phobias are very, very um, uh, genetic uh, as uh, as well. I'm not genetic, I'm sorry, very, very dangerous as well. You are assigning moral value to food. Either food is neither good nor bad. It is just food. It's a tool. If you need to bulk up and gain weight, yeah, you can eat pizza um, just as long as you're getting enough protein. If you're trying to cut weight, you need something else. Like it's not that big of a deal. You have to look at the protein to calorie ratios. You have to look at what foods you actually enjoy, what foods you don't enjoy. Like I'm all about food freedom and avoiding food phobias. You do not want to create a food phobia, but you do want to create food food freedom. And this is especially important for parents of little children. I see way too often parents are like, trying to force their kids to finish their plate. Like if their kid has a plate of food and it doesn't even matter what's on there, let's say it's even pizza or ice cream. It doesn't have to be the eat your veggies, Johnny, or the green beans or whatever. It doesn't have to be any of that. It could be just that um, they are they didn't finish their plate and the mom or dad is like, well, you better finish your plate. You can't leave that there. And they're like, I'm stuffed. I don't want to finish it. And they're like, no, you have to. Like that is diet trauma. Like they don't realize it. They're not doing it on purpose. But our parents many of us probably had done that to us where they're just like, you need to finish your plate or you can't go outside and play till you eat your veggies or you can't do this. You're not getting any pizza or ice cream tonight because you didn't do your chores. That is food trauma. That is food phobias. That is creating eating disorders within your own children. That is not healthy, people. You have to develop a very, very healthy relationship with food and a very healthy relationship with exercise. We'll get into that later, maybe in a different podcast, but I think it's very important to realize what we're doing. So a lot of people ask me, and they're like, okay, Dr. Allo, I'm not into the diet culture, food phobias, diet trauma, whatever. Well, how do I think about food? Think about food just like you would think about tools in your toolkit. You have a hammer, 
you have nails, you have a staple remover, staple gun, whatever, you can use all of those tools for various things that are positive, like building a house, or you could use those tools for nefarious things like, I don't know, beating somebody with them, you know, or hurting somebody. So tools are tools. Let's not assign more value to a tool. A hammer is not good and a hammer is not evil. Um, you know, a, a nail gun used to build a house is very good. A nail gun used to shoot nails through your arm or hand is very painful and not good. So the point is we need to start getting away from these very rigid definitions and we need to find a way to start coping with food trauma, um, food phobias, diet culture, toxic diet culture, especially. Well, look, I only ate three peanuts today. You know, look at that. I'm so awesome. I only ate three peanuts and I'm still around. Like, this is amazing. You, what did you do? You, I saw you eat that cheeseburger. I saw you eat four peanuts. You know, that's like food trauma. We definitely um, don't want any of that. Um, but anyways, those are my thoughts. If you like this podcast and we'll get into the details maybe later in the community, in my community, we talk about the details of each one of these podcasts, um, separately. So join the community, dralnet slash community. If you want to jump in and discuss these, uh, in more depth and in more detail, we do weekly zooms, uh, every Monday night. Um, and we can talk about a lot of this stuff and get super personal, uh, with you and your exact problems. But if you like this podcast, share it with your friends. I'm never going to run any ads on here. Please give me five stars and some amazing reviews. That's the only way we can spread the message. The cholesterol book is in its final phases. Dr. Thomas Dayspring is going through and editing it hopefully one last time, and then it should be ready to go. I appreciate you all, and I love you all. I'll catch you on the other side. Peace.